0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, May 28th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. While data has been crucial in Ohio's fight against COVID-19, state health officials announced yesterday the state will be dropping some metrics moving forward. Brittany Bailey has more with Stephanie McLeod, director of the Ohio Department of Health.
1: This was called the health advisory map. It's been used since July of 2020 and showed four risk levels. Well, state officials announced they will no longer be updating that tool. The public health advisory system, as you may have heard him or me say in the past, was more of a storm predictor. the time we got to December, I think we all remember we were, the storm was here. We didn't need any more predictions. State leaders say the urgency for this county by county breakdown is just over now. I'm Brittany Bailey.
0: A Morrow County man who has admitted to killing two people earlier this week appeared in court to answer to his crimes on Thursday. Kevin Landers says he made many strange requests of the judge.
1: Brian Lee faces 15 years to life in prison if convicted of two murders. Lee continued to request that he be put to death for the crimes, asking the judge how he could qualify for the death penalty, which is on hold in Ohio. The judge told him that wasn't an option under current law. Lee persisted. How would
0: I get to death penalty?
1: Well, I'm, we're not going to go down that road. That's uh, legal advice. I'm not going to um, give you any information in that regard. Morrow County Prosecutor Tom Smith says he's never heard of a defendant in a murder case asked to be put to death. He says Lee's request to waive his right to counsel is also rare, which could make this case more complicated. Well, if he doesn't know what his rights are because he doesn't have an attorney to tell him what his rights are, then both the court and the prosecutor have to make sure that we're not uh, violating those rights. Kevin Landers for the Ohio News Network.
0: President Joe Biden made a stop in Cleveland yesterday to discuss his multi-trillion dollar American Jobs and Families Act while touring a community college manufacturing training center. Biden says it's time to focus on the economy and the middle class.
1: Now's the time to build the foundation that we've laid, to make bold investments in our families, in our communities, in our nation.
0: A new GOP counteroffer includes spending increases for traditional infrastructure projects and billions for broadband and electric vehicles. Republicans want to pay for their plan in part with user fees and repurposed COVID relief funds, but the president is calling for a tax hike on corporations and the wealthy. An Eastern Ohio man has been arrested in Huntsville, Alabama, for allegedly convening a caravan of people from Virginia to Washington, D.C. on January 6th and assaulting police officers on Capitol grounds. Angela Ann reports.
1: Kenneth Thomas of East Liverpool was arrested on preliminary charges that include assaulting, resisting or impeding law enforcement officers, obstruction of law enforcement during civil disorder and engaging in physical violence on U.S. Capitol grounds. Federal agents identified Thomas after a neighbor and an online investigative group tipped them off to his social media posts and videos. At least 24 people in Ohio are among the more than 400 people who have been arrested in that incident. Angela Ann, ONN News.
0: State troopers will be out in force during the four-day Memorial Day weekend. More from ONN's Steve Vaughn. Lieutenant Clint Arnold is commander of the State Patrol's Hamilton Post. He says 100% of his troopers will be working this weekend. We
1: will be out there enforcing the laws all across the board, looking for impaired drivers, looking for distracted drivers, you know, looking for people not wearing their seatbelts. We'll have plenty of troopers this Memorial weekend.
0: Last year's Memorial Day weekend saw 20 people die on Buckeye Roadways. Steve Vaughn, ONN. Akron-based First Energy has fired another executive for her in action regarding an amendment to a company consulting contract with someone who was later appointed as the state's top utility regulator. ONN's Dave James reports. Eileen Mickelson is the sixth high-ranking executive dismissed from the company since the U.S. Justice Department announced last July First Energy had secretly funded a $60 million bribery scheme to win legislative approval for a billion-dollar subsidy for Ohio's two nuclear power plants. In a securities filing, First Energy says Mickelson, a vice president, was separated yesterday. CEO Chuck Jones and two senior vice presidents were fired last October. Dave James, I went in news. Some people are eagerly ditching their masks while others are feeling anxiety over mingling without one. Marissa Sines reports.
1: A clinical psychologist with the Cleveland Clinic says much of what drives anxiety is breaking routine. For the past year, we have developed a new habit of wearing masks. When we stop a habit, we can feel a little bit off kilter. So if you're overwhelmed, Dr. Susan Albers says take things slow. It may feel uncomfortable for a while, but we are going to ease into it. No matter how you feel about masks, Albers says don't judge others for their decision. Do what makes you feel comfortable and safe, regardless of what anyone thinks about it. Um, Marissa Signs.
0: Ohio University has a new president. Yolanda Harris has the details.
1: The Board of Trustees chose Dr. Hugh Sherman to be the university's 22nd president. He previously stepped down earlier this year from his role as dean of the College of Business. Sherman will replace Dr. Dwayne Nellis, who will be transitioning to a faculty role. Sherman will start his term on June 14th. I'm Yolanda Harris.
0: And more than anywhere else in the country, real estate experts say it's a great time to sell a home in Columbus. Brittany Bailey explains.
1: Homes in Columbus are selling faster than everywhere else in the entire country. That's according to a new report from Zillow. In central Ohio and in Denver, 74 percent of homes that sold in April were in contract in less than a week. That pace is well above the U.S. average of 47 percent of homes selling inside a week. Of course, that competition has also pushed up the average sales price in the Columbus area, up 17% from a year ago. I'm Brittany Bailey.
0: Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.